Greetings, y'all. This is Evil the Any Star host of the Dynasty Podcast. If you don't know by now, you didn't see the game. At least you have seen the highlights by now. Uh, Kevin Durant blew his Achilles. It is what it is, man. We're going to talk about it on this podcast. I'm going to do this podcast today guerrilla style. I'm not going to be in the studio today, but I got to get this stuff out, man. So it's Evil the Any Star host of the Dynasty Podcast. Let's go. Before we get started, I just want to um, say that Everything that's been said this um, year about Durant and um, Kyrie coming to the Knicks, that's all media driven, you know? So, like, if um, you, like, you know, like, sit at every word that uh, these media guys say, these beat writers, on these quote-unquote newspapers and stuff like that, if you sit at every word that they say as and um, use it as a gospel, then um, then you get you get what you get, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't blame the basketball guys and this, that, and the other. It's just that... This stuff is not set in stone. This is all just rumors, constant rumors, constant rumors. As as um as time goes on, these same beat writers that were saying it was guaranteed, now they all kind of like ah well you know it's kind of thirty percent, ten percent now, this and the other. Like it was never set in stone. None of this stuff is set in stone. That's why um you know Kyrie got so pissed and Durant gets so pissed when people ask them questions because um this is stuff that that um that's not set in stone. They're not even thinking about it now. They still got this season to worry about. Now look um. You know Durant blows his um his Achilles. First thing he goes on on um on um on social media was make a post saying that oh the the you know I'm not gonna read exactly what he said, but the gist of it was that he might be more inclined now to resign with Golden State just to have another round at it. Now if the guy really toys his um his Achilles, he might be out for the um for the whole entire season next year. That sucks, man, because he's not young. He's a, he's um he's an older guy. That's another thing too that that um that that um I think we all kind of like um just ignored. But Durant's already in his thirties, so turning his Achilles right now is not really a good thing. Well, let's backtrack a little to to the Zion thing, the whole um draft lottery. We weren't guaranteed. We you already knew that from the from the beginning of the year. They changed the draft rules. Top three teams get fourteen percent. You know what I'm saying? So we we knew that um that we didn't have like a hundred percent chance of getting the um the number one pick. Even even if um the draft rules didn't change, we didn't have a hundred percent chance to get the number one pick. The um, worst team in the NBA hasn't really won the lottery in in years. You know what I'm saying? Like like I think like you know whatever whatever the probability of the worst team getting the um getting the pick is not is not that good. You know it's not like it's not like a guaranteed thing. And like we all knew that, so you know, if as soon as we didn't get Zion, that was like the um, strike number one for for most fans. Now I, I think like I was the only one. I, like I said, I was at OmniFam, the OmniFan um, party, and I believe I was the only one that was good. Cause I mean, at least we in the top three, you know, cause that that was um half the battle. You know, we didn't get the number one pick, but I mean, at least we in the top three, so we guaranteed to get RJ. Now that that's something that uh, to think about as well, because. Now all this all this talk about RJ, RJ is not um not giving anybody else a workout and he wants to go to the Knicks and whatever like that. Memphis Memphis right now they're up in up in um up in the air because they still got Conley. They got Conley signed for I, I believe two more seasons at thirty million. Two or three more seasons, I'm not exactly sure. But at thirty million dollars. So that's not the easiest um player to trade. So if if they make the decisions like, yo, we, we can't trade Conley because there's no market for him. Then they might not even sign. They might not even um draft uh um uh, uh, John Morant. They might go for RJ. Now that fucking sucks, man. Now we already lost um Zion, quote unquote. We didn't lose him, but I mean we didn't get Zion. Freaking Durant gets hurt, and um the the fourth wheel of this of this whole thing 
is um the whole Kyrie thing. Kyrie looks like he's not coming to the Knicks. Not that not that I particularly want him because I don't I don't really like Kyrie's game. But um, you know, he is a superstar. If he wants to come here, okay, fine. I I, I totally get why we would give them give him money. He's still young. I think he's like twenty five, still young. But um, you know, Kyrie, it looks like he's gonna go to Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn's probably gonna get Kyrie and now probably like Jimmy Butler or something like that. You know, and we, we it looks like the Knicks are gonna strike out straight across the board. The only thing that we have um um to hold on to is RJ. And um the whole RJ thing, like I said, is in the hands of Memphis. Memphis, uh, Memphis I mean Memphis is the wild card. I mean it's like that's like basically the only thing that we have stand the um to stand on right now is this is this um RJ thing. If you don't get RJ, man, then 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 you could possibly say that this has been like like a, a, a catastrophe, a disaster. You know what I'm saying? A disaster as far as um the Knicks is concerned. So that's one, losing out on Zion. Uh two, uh losing out on Kyrie because Brooklyn um went and got that second max slot. Three, missing out on Durant because he blows Achilles. And that possible four, man. That possible four losing RJ. That would that would be a killer, man. Wow. Cause I mean RJ definitely is, is a is a player that we that we can use. He absolutely is probably gonna be like a candidate for rookie of the year coming into next year. So I don't know, man. It's it's, it's tough being a Knicks fan, man. I don't I don't know what we did to deserve this, but um I don't know, I don't know if we put all of our um juju into that Ewing draft or whatever corrupt shit went down with that. You know, maybe this this is we just paying for it, man. Shit is crazy. Yeah, fans, I know it's all doom and gloom, but let's try to get the energy up a little bit. What's the course of action going forward? I know June 20th is the big day. We're waiting for the draft to come through. And, um, you know, all signs point to R.J. Barrett. But like, like I said, I just painted that picture for you. What if Memphis takes R.J. Barrett? Then what do we do? Do we go for a Jared Cutler or do we uh, try to trade the pick? But if, um, you know, if we, if we lose out on, on R.J. Barrett, trading that pick might actually be a, might actually be something that we should do. But um, it's all about uh, John Moran at that point. Who would want John Moran? Who's out there in you know desperate need of a point guard? You got the Bulls. The Bulls need a point guard. So it's, it's you know something that we that we can um that we can uh think about. And I'm quite sure Scott Perry and Chris Mills have plenty of contingency plans, different scenarios. I'm quite sure they 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 they're prepared for all of this because that's what um uh, Scott Perry's all about. He's just been you know all about preparation and ready for whatever happens. You know, so I'm you know really anxious to um just to get that day out the way. Same with same thing like the lottery, man. You just want to know who you're gonna pick or where you're gonna pick. So now I just want to pick the person already, you know. And I, I mean, I'm getting a lot of anxiety from this um from this Memphis team, man. And you know, Memphis, Memphis, you know, like 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 everyone seemed, you know, everyone liked that a whole Zach and uh you know um Marcus team, you know, a lot of defense, old school style basketball. But um, truthfully, the the whole the whole um, Grizzly organization, even back when they were in um, Vancouver, just been like like poorly managed and just um, they just been lucky, you know. And then they they signed Conley to that thirty million dollar contract. That thirty million dollar contract, you know, it, it sounds stupid to them and stranglehold them, but that it might trickle down and hurt us because um, they can't trade Conley. You know, Conley has no market. There's nobody out there that really makes as much as he does. And who's gonna give? up like all that salary just to get um Conley. You know, Conley's not gonna is not gonna bring you a championship. You know, all he's gonna do is suck up half your your cap space. So I mean the 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 odds the, the the chances of 
Memphis passing on John Morant to get R.G. Barrett just for that reason is so high, man. You just got to really prepare yourself for that shit. So what do we do if Memphis does um, draft R.J. Barrett? Now, the only person that um, that appears on the Knicks Instagram page as far as draft prospects at this time is Jared Culver. Jared Culver actually has a graphic when they have a quote, you know, the same cliche quote they, they would like to play in New York and this and the other. But, uh, you know, he's the only one that made, that made it to the Knicks um, page on Instagram. So... If we don't get RJ, I think he'll be the contingency plan as far as draft is concerned. Because, um, you know, Scott Perry and um, Chris Mills, they're not going to just like, you know, they're, they're not going to just give up the draft pick. You know, they're not going to just trade it for whoever. They're, they're going to they're gonna make the draft. They're going to draft somebody with that pick. And it's going to be Jared Cover. Now, now Jared Cover is one of my one of my favorite um, players in college outside of the um, the big three. So, you know, I would be okay with it, but it's... it's um. I mean, it, it, it would just, it, it just would, it would just would hurt so bad, whatever. But you just have to you have to just get over it really quick, man, because it's all about the Knicks. You just have to have to keep pushing. Like I said, nothing's guaranteed. All the stuff that that um we wish we could have had is all wishes, and all is hope hope that was given um that was put out there. You know, these options were put out there by the by the media saying that these things were gonna happen. But um nothing said that this shit was um this shit was definitely gonna happen. Nothing could be signed. You know what I'm saying? This is all just like um, speculation. You know, so you know, don't don't get mad if um if we have to pick um Jared um uh Culver. You know what I'm saying? Because uh we we necessarily don't don't really need John Morant. Now, do you draft John Morant at number three? If um if you lose out on R.J. Barrett, getting John Morant kind of gives us a um a headache also because. We got Dennis Smith Jr. and we have a couple other point guards. Frank being another one of those guys. We it, we just have like a log jam at the guard. We have um, Alonzo Trayer, you know, Dotson, all these guys. We have all all these guys now. You know, if we get John Morant, that it, it gives us more of a, a problem than than an improvement. You know, and then John Morant's supposed to be hurt. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it's so much so much stuff, man. I, I wish I wish I had something more positive to say. But, uh, you know, I'm going to keep trying to do that as, as this podcast goes along. Well, he's a crown prince in New York at the moment, so let's just talk him up, Mr. R.J. Barrett. The kid is nice, man. You know, but the one thing I, I want to talk about is, is um, his family. His family's from Brooklyn. That's the only thing that I can hear every time that he, that he talks, man. He's like that he spent summers in New York. Like, he spent every summer is what he said. He spent every summer in New York, you know, so he knows the city pretty well. That's that's awesome to me, man. Because like you know, if you grow up in New York, you know people that that that, that are from other places, Florida or wherever. You know that they, they they spent their summers in New York. They had their families that used to live here, and they just moved their families another place. But then they still have family here. So for the summertime, they just send their families to New York. Like for for me, for instance, they just always send me down south. You know, Brooklyn kid, they always send you down south, man. Brooklyn is notorious for having. People that are um, they're either from the islands or just from down south. So I was one of those down south kids. So I can relate to the whole ship you out for the summer type of thing. So I mean, he's from Canada, and they shipped him out to um to Brooklyn. That's what's up, man. So you know he got it. He got to have some kind of West Indian background. So that's that's a great thing, man. I would love to learn more about that. So if you get the opportunity to draft him, I, if I could ask him, that would be one of the first questions I ask him, because we already know about his game. We already know about his confidence. I want to know about him. You know, I, I want to know about these these um these trips that he made and where and where his family actually stays in New York. That that would be awesome to know.
If I could make a guess from what neighborhood these guys are from, I, I want to say Canarsie, East Flatbush. That's a wild guess. But yeah, man, RJ fits the puzzle, man. Like, we need a starting shooting guard. We got Dotson. Dotson is trash to me. You know, not, not to... I mean, trash is like the new slang word. But, you know, I really don't like Dotson's game. Dotson... Dustin, he has, he's, he's athletic as far as running up and down the court, but jumping and stuff like that, he's just not, he's just not um, athletic enough, you know, he, he, um, he's just not strong enough, he's just not tall enough, you know, his jump shot, his jump shot could be wet at times, but just the way that his skill set is and the way, in the manner in which he um, shoots his jump shot, he, he's just a rotation guy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad if we kept Dawson and then he split time with, with Trier. But at this point, Trier's skill set is way better than um than Dotson's. So I, I can't see Dotson actually getting any better. But Trier, I, I totally see him getting better. I, I got Trier as a sleeper starting two guard as well. But um everybody th seems to think that he's going to be like this super sub. And I'm with that too, Lou Williams type of thing. Yeah, I get it. You know, he has he has the um, so the, um skill set plus the nickname, Isozo. Isozo off the bench it sounds great, man. And then the, that icing only gets only gets sweeter with um, when you have a starter, and that starter is um, R.J. Barrett, man. Man, he would be great as a starting shooting guard, man. I really hope that whole conspiracy theory about about Memphis doesn't happen, man. I hope that um, the Knicks. I hope that it's, it's just written that the Knicks are just going to get R.J. Barrett. That um, Memphis just takes um, John Morant and leaves us to fuck Cologne, man. You know what I'm saying? Because we got Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox already got a report with him. They played with each other in high school. Then um, we got Mitchell Robinson coming up. Then um, we really don't have a power for it. That's, the, that's uh, another hole that we need to fill. But that's a, a hole that we, could, that we could easily probably fill either in uh, free agency or in, in um, one of the other um, spots in the draft. Um, we got Scott Perry in. We, Scott Perry already picked up Treyer and he um, scooped up Robinson. So he's going to find diamonds out there. So I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. I'm, I'm, you know, I have some names I want to throw out there, but um, you know, like I said, I'm not in the studio and, I, and I'm kind of like, like free balling it right now. So I'll probably drop some on the next podcast. But I mean, man, we the the puzzle's almost complete, regardless of, of what of what. You know, we, we I know we got this money, and Durant just got hurt, and Kyrie looked like he's not coming over. And you know, I, I haven't really put too much thought in other players like um, Kawhi. We, we're gonna have a conversation with Kawhi, but if Kawhi wins the championship. He might want to run it back with um, Toronto. And then he's from L.A., so maybe he might want to go to L.A. But he's real chill and cool, so, uh, you, know, I, I, you know, you really don't know what the kid's going to do. And um, he's supposed to have family in the New York area, too, so, you know, anything, anything can happen. But um, we, we, can't, we can't put all our emphasis on these free agents. We have to continue to build the base, and the Knicks are almost complete with the base, uh, if, you, if you really look at it, you know, without the whole free agency thing. So we'll just see what happens, man. Like um that one guy that that I think that the Knicks should get man is Julius Randle, he would complete the puzzle. Stick Julius Randle at the power forward. He's already an established player. He averaged 21 points a game last year. Filled up the stat sheet. Otherwise, you throw him throw him next to Tanox. That's a pretty good um uh, tandem right there. RJ Barrett at the shooting guard. Dennis Smith at point guard. Mitchell Robinson at center. That's pretty good right there. Drop a little bit of money on that kid and see what happens, man. Here's something also to th to think about. Now, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, this whole Memphis thing with the point guard, they 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 still want to get rid of the point guard. And the Knicks have extra money now, so uh, we can actually absorb um, Conley's contract. <laughs> now, <coughs> oh man, that's making me choke on my tongue a little bit, man. But I mean, you know, we we could we could actually absorb um, Conley's contract. 
So, you know, we got 70-something mil. So, let's say if we don't if we don't decide to get Durant because uh because of that, we could um we could look to get uh Julius Randle, maybe we sign Julius Randle to 20 something mil. Let's say let's say we get Julius Randle for 25 mil. Okay, 25 mil. Now we got 50 mil left. Conley uh Conley makes 3, 30 million. So, you know, then take um 30 off of that, then we'll have 20 million left. You can look at it like that. If we got Julius Randle or Conley mixed with Kevin Knox, R.G. Barrett, Mitch Robinson, maybe throw the rest of the money back to um, DeAndre Jordan. You got a decent team there. You got a team that possibly can make the playoffs. So, I mean, don't sleep, man. It's, it's many ways to, um, to to build this thing up. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, stranger things has happened. And, you know, if, if you were to put out a team of uh, Julius Randle, I'm going to repeat it again, Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, say DeAndre Jordan, uh, Conley, and R.J. Barrett, you know, I'll be good with that. I think I think we can um we can go far in the east with that with that particular group, especially with with Fizz coaching. So anyway, I just threw it out there. So it's just something to think about, Knicks fans. All right, enough of these basketball blues. Too much stress for one day. Let's talk about something positive, man. Let's talk about basketball. Basketball, as far as um Knicks fans out there shooting around, I'm gonna shout out some guys. Hoodies vintage. I saw my man shooting in the park. What was it like a couple days ago? He had a nice little uh, follow through on his jumper, kind of little hanging kind of thing, high release. But uh, you know he got a little nice little bounce in his step too, which is good to see. Man, I, you know I love to see guys shoot around, especially guys that that say they're Knicks fans. So you know if you're a Knicks fan, you're from New York. I kind of we kind of got the same same kind of um, Kendrick spirit kind of thing going on. So another guy I like to shout out is um, AJ the Coroner. He's a rapper. Coming out of East New York, believe it or not, man. So that's another another um, guy from the East. As you guys know, I'm from the East. That's what the Any Star is from. E N Y, Any Star, East New York Star. That's a play on my name. So you know, shout out to him. He had he had a little jump shot, you know, but you, you can see him plotting a little bit. He might be a little bit heavier than he wants to be. That's everybody, man. But uh, you know, like I said, if you follow the podcast, you know that I'm a, I'm, I'm like super, super, severely out of shape, man. I need to get myself together. I've been trying, man, but, you know, it's really hard. You know, you got the kids, you got other stuff going on, day jobs and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm hoping to get it to get it popping uh, this year, you know what I'm saying, so I so I can really start knocking out some goals for next year. Yeah, man. I know I'm missing somebody, but, um, you know, if um, if you hoop out there, tag me in it. You know, Dire Knicks podcast on Instagram, if you um, post a video of yourself shooting around, tag me in it and challenge me if you want. Because um, I don't know if I'll, I'm going to be making any videos anytime soon, but um, we'll see what happens, man. You know, I, I like to say I got a, a clean-looking jump shot, but it's with uh, with um, not having your legs underneath you and not being in, in um, any kind of shape, um, you can have all the form you want, man, but you're not going to have the, the energy to get that um, that um, ball up to the um, to the hoop. So um, yeah, man. If you shoot around, tag me in there, man. Let's let's um let's let's uh let's um keep it positive and just um keep pushing each other, keep pushing each other to um to get better and better. Yeah. So it's June 11th. We got a rainy day, kind of a kind of muggy, kind of cold also for this time of year. But um you know we got only nine days, man. Nine days to the draft. Nine days to the draft, man. I can't wait. All these stuff I, I talked about, all these conspiracy, doom and gloom. And what have you, man? I just need that day to get here. Please get here without without any um, you know, <laughs> without any any more surprises. I mean, I don't, I don't know if my heart could take it, man. 
Yeah, I, I got like uh, one more podcast on the schedule before the draft. But, um, you know, through, through the excitement, man, I, I think I might try to squeeze in a couple more. We'll see what happens, man. You know, like I said, time restraints. Like, I, I couldn't get into the studio today, but I had to get um, had to get this podcast out, man. So, yeah, man, thanks for tuning in. I know it's been a lot, man. We, we got to stick together. That's one thing I always say, man. We got to stick together. We can't be fighting each other on, online and stuff like that. We, when we see each other in the street, we can't, you know, we can't be arguing with each other or whatever. You can't let our emotions get the best of us, man. We've been through a lot as Nick fans. You know, it's basically 15 years. You know, like we did have the little a little break in the mellow era, but um, you know, it's been a long time was was um, trying to build a team, and we actually are building a team if we if we just take a step back from all the all the garbage, man. We are really building the team the right way, you know. But we just have this money, man. With more, more money, more problems. You know what I'm saying? So we'll just see what happens, man. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. This is your boy Eru to Any Star. I am your host. Please, please, please. Put four fingers to your forehead, tuck in your thumb, and salute. And I'll see you guys in the next one, man. Like I said, maybe I'll try to squeeze out a couple more before the draft. All right, peace. This is a Gorilla Podcast Network production.